This is Midnight Alchemy with your host Jason Allen on the Left Coast Media Network. And now here's Jason. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Midnight Alchemy, and I am your locomotive conductor tonight, Jason Allen. Hello, it's great to be back. Uh, we're going to have a great episode tonight. Uh, we got Sir Brian Bowden with us, and we are talking conspiracy theories. So anyways, hey. I've broken this up into two parts because we there is so much information and we really go into the weeds on this. So I wanted to make sure we were covered with two parts. So without further ado, I'm gonna I'm gonna just dispense with the news tonight and we're gonna go straight to it. This is the interview with Sir Brian Bowden. We are gonna be talking with uh, Sir Brian Bowden, and let me give you just a little just a little taste of who Sir Brian is. Brian was born and raised in New York City. Uh, Sir Brian set a path of architectural engineering but succumbed to the reality of business was his future. Yeah, and still he attained that uh, the abiding love of the sciences. He managed to squeeze in physics and astronomy while studying finance and graduated from Pace University with a degree of international finance with a minor of engineering emerging markets. Brian, you did not go light. Uh, you know, it wasn't like uh, you studied underwater basket weaving. So uh, kudos to that. As a child, Brian experienced some unusual events that drove his curiosity and would later propel him into becoming a boots-on-the-ground UFO, cryptid, and paranormal researcher and investigator. Since 1977, he has used the spare time to explore those areas of interest, traveling the world in pursuit of truth. His experiences in the paranormal realm cover the gambit of the Goblin universe. From encounters with Sasquatch, dogmen and spirits of several ufo experiences he has uh, been a driving force in his quest for more knowledge and in ult- ultimate you know answers okay i'm i'm gonna go down the byline a little bit because i i love this part sir brian is a real he's a real life knights templar his official title is sir knight brian m bowden and often refers to it in appearances like today Sir Brian is a member of the IRVA, the International Remote Viewers Association, the founder and director of the NYSU FOP, that is the New York State UFO Project, NYSSO, New York State Sasquatch Organization, and the NYSVP, New York State Dogman Project. He is a former director of the North American Dogman Project, New York State Chapter, and the North American Correspondent for Outer Limits Magazine. You know, I've heard of that, and it's pretty cool. He is the co-host of Inside the Goblin Universe with Ronald Murphy, host of No Bo Boomy, which stands for Nobody But Me. He was invited to join and serve as a co-host on the 38, or 3 beards podcast again i've heard of that also he has also had several appearances on dave scott spaced out radio and has also appeared in numerous newspaper articles independent times television series and variety top tiers he is uh, going to be appearing and has appeared in multiple 
media such as television and radio. He is uh, always uh, working on a series of new books based on his experiences, investigations, and theories, as well as a few children's books and short stories. His latest publication, Words and Muses, A Lyrical Life of Poetry, is on sale at Amazon. He is currently developing new intellectual property for both TV and big screen, as well as scheduling investigations, conferences, and events for the year ahead. Brian, welcome. Uh, please uh, don't mind my uh, bungling certain words <laughs> as I'm as I'm going through. Uh, it, it is a I'm pleasure. Giving myself applause here. Right, it's a pleasure and honor to have you. How, how have you been? I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm great. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, Jason. And um, um, I got the the message that that my buddy and my yeah. other half put together. Oh yeah. It's like, introducing us and i'm like uh what is he getting me into <laughs> if only you knew oh i i i've you know he knows he knows with me that you know we've been investigating uh all the strange high strangeness and ufos and whatever for yeah. a, a decade plus and he knows that like i i just will like oh by the way we're directors of this now and he's like what <laughs> i'll just invite him to you know and say you know you know, he's like, you're always putting me in things. And I'm like, yep. And we're getting tattoos next Thursday. Let's next up on the, you know, just right. joking. But yeah, clear that's what your I do. schedule. Yeah, clear your schedule. Tell your wife. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. So. Uh, yeah, when I was talking to the Squatch father here, uh, we, he said, man, you, the go-to guy is Brian or Sir Brian. And uh, uh, I, I am uh, happy as uh, well a bald-headed pig in a sty to have you on today. Uh, well, it's, yeah. You know, I uh, go ahead. No, no, my pleasure. It, it's oh. I, I appreciate you having me on, and mm -hmm. I, 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 um, I'm willing to talk about just about anything. So you know, that's how I am. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm one of those guys that um, when I uh, interview, it's a very informal style. I, I, I just want people to think like we're just sitting around uh, shooting the uh, poo. And uh, yeah. uh, I, I let the interview take us just wherever we're going, because I often I'm often going in the left field, you know, uh, <laughs> so not uh, a problem whatsoever. Away, so. away we go. Uh, yes, I've always had an interest in conspiracy theories as a history major in college. Some things just don't naturally sound right. And I've always had questions that cannot be answered by the rank and file of uh, historians and or researchers. So I've, I've always had that in, in the back of my mind, right? Uh, and I think that. it's also, yeah, skepticism is also healthy. And if you hear crinkling in the background, it's my puppy going nuts. So, uh, it's not a soon to be <laughs> me. But, you know, yeah. If I get my way and I don't get vetoed by, you know, the, the wife and the kids. But, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Um, so let, let's start and let's start at the begin at the begin. Hey, uh, I know on your, um, on the biography, it said 1977, but can you tell us a little bit uh, how, uh, you know, you got interested? Uh, was this a, a from the cradle sort of uh, uh, thing? I, uh, well, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's from the cradle, but um, I've always in, been interested in a lot of different things and I took interest in it and I would 
kind of investigated the best I could. And if you're talking about 1970s, you know, growing up, um, yeah. we didn't have the internet. We had no electronics like that. We had TV. Um, and this was pre like everybody getting cable. Oh, yeah. So you were the antenna. Move left. Move left. <laughs> right, you know, like, right. Okay. 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 Oh, Get yeah. me more tinfoil. You know. Right. And and right. so, but I love those. I don't know if they were. I don't. I wouldn't say they were conspiracy theory shows, but they were like sci-fi, the what ifs. Yeah. And the show that really yeah. propelled me, like, into. I always liked monster movies and mm-hmm. stories and. um uh, Leonard Nimoy's In Search Of was... Love that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't like him in the turtleneck, but they talked about Bigfoot, <laughs> and I never liked turtlenecks, and that was a whole 70s oh, really yeah. bad idea. Yeah. Um, they talked about Bigfoot. They talked about UFOs. They talked about, you know, Loch Ness Monster and these strange things, and I was like, this is so cool, and then I got into sciences. So my my elementary school was in New York City, was the only school that had its own planetarium. Yeah. So they had a planetarium. So I just thought it was the coolest thing. And my 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 um, science teacher, Mr. Bernstein, who I know, I know him as Steve now. I mean, it took me years because I worked with him. He worked at the summer camp where I was mm-hmm. at. He's like, Brian, you can call me Steve. I'm like, okay, Mr. Bernstein. You know, it's just like, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but he would, I remember he would play the Beatles, um, you know, um, Abbey Road album, and he'd like play Here Comes the Sun, and he'd have the sun, you know, going up on the dome inside. And it was just like amazing. And then they, they were talked about the space shuttle before it was a space shuttle, they were testing it. Yeah. So I always had an interest in that with the, the planets and the aliens, and what if life lived there? And I started asking questions, and then mm-hmm. you would research. So you'd go to encyclopedias. Yeah. Um, and it's actually really interesting. Something that has come up recently, talk about a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember this because I have a photographic memory and autographic memory. Mm-hmm. Although my wife will totally deny that. But <laughs> but it's the truth. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I remember, you know, you look up, you look up through uh, the encyclopedias, like all 27 books, whatever it was. That's how you did your research. And I was also lucky that my father worked for um, Wide World Photos, and they were part of the Associated Press. Mm-hmm. And he used to bring me home those pictures, that, the classic pictures of Nessie, right. uh, eight and a half by 11s. Mm-hmm. So, and I'd show my friends, and we'd talk about monsters and Lon Chaney and whatever. Yeah. And look, so I had UFO pictures, I had Bigfoot pictures, I, I had everything. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. And that, that drove my, I'm, I was always curious. So I'm I'm one of these people that will try to figure things out. And my mother, who's a special ed teacher, I'm one of three three sons, and I'm in the middle. So my mother, she took me to all these um, tests because I wasn't that great in school, right? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I th- she probably thought I had some kind of, now they call it learning disability. Back then they called it like I was blank. I'm not going to do it because I don't want you to get protested, whatever. <laughs> but we grew up, everybody was fine from that. Yeah. So, you know, I would say that you know, she thought I was stupid. And every place we went to for testing is a major university. Yeah. Okay. So I've been to Columbia, I've been to NYU, Hunter College, um, a bunch of different, uh, I mean, at least six or seven of them. 
And what they do is they assess you. They look at you. They ask you questions. And then they give you basically it's an IQ test, intelligent quotient test. Yeah. And I remember it all. And I remember one time being there and then I had my back to this big mirror in this room. And he's like, you know, like, why are you so nervous? Why? Like, well, and I told him, I said, well, I don't, I don't like to be watched by so many people at one time, you know, cause I'm counting under my, with my fingers, some of the math. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, there's nobody here for me. I said, uh, wrong. There's about three people behind me through that glass yeah. and you can hear them laughing, you yeah. know? So my lowest score on, on, any examination um that i got was 179 um and then i remember at my last one uh, like columbia or whatever it was yeah. my mother i remember being in the room so they're giving you the synopsis of what they feel is going on with me yeah and I said well what she said well what is his score and he goes um i'd love to tell you but we can't calculate it but we know it's well over 200 <laughs> and my mother yeah. was like you know, whatever. So yeah. and I'm not doing that to pat myself on the back, but I've always been very inquisitive. Um, I've always tried to, in, in, you know, look for things. I'm very creative. I use two, two parts of my hemisphere, you know, the brain. Oh yeah. Um, I'm self-taught in guitar, bass, uh, piano, um, and some other instruments. And, um, and I did art and I did design and, and what I had to teach myself in fourth grade math. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've been teaching myself ever since, you know, yeah. how to figure it out. Uh, because teaching in New York City uh, is sucks. Like <laughs> a better word. Um, yeah. And to, and and teaching back then is like amazing compared to what they're doing today. Sure, sure. Okay. So um, so that's how I started with it. And it's it's always been yeah. inquisitive and um. Part of this is, unbeknownst to me, I, you know, everybody wants to feel like they're special, but um, I used to get into a lot of those, they show you like psychic spy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, oh, you know, the hold up a card and it, the three squiggly lines or a star yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, maybe I could do that. So I started, you know, doing it with decks of cards, you know, whatever, or, yeah, and, and then that got boring you know not that i was mastering it it was like your brain when you're younger your brain's kind of like like homer simpsons well the declaration of independence oh look a donut you know right right oh yeah (laughs) that's what happens right so but i started doing other things that actually use your third eye which is right there it's part of your pineal gland and um and what i started doing was i was taking the um Growing up, I took a bus to school and, you know, as a kid, you gravitate to the back for whatever reason that is, and yeah. you just don't want to hang out with people. So you'd have a long bus ride and it would get boring. So I just sit in the back and I just kind of stare at someone from behind mm-hmm. and just go say in my head, turn around, turn around, come on, yeah. turn around, say hi. Yeah. And I do it often because it's like you, you got You want to see if they'll, they'll turn around. And nine out of ten times you'll get somebody. It's like, and they yeah. look, yeah, because you're, unbeknownst to you, you're you're actually connecting. Sure. And these are gifts and abilities everybody has. Mm-hmm. Not everybody uses, right? right? Then you'll get those people that are really talented with it, or just know, and you like turn around and they just shoot you a look like, 
cut the crap. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, right. okay. Yeah. All right. You know, it's like pick on somebody else, leave me alone. Right. And they're in it. They're in the moment, so they get it. Whether they're really, truly, uh, they'll call it psychic or whatever. Sure. I don't know. So this is where it started. And then, of mm -hmm. course, when you get a, a wheels and you can now travel and you can do investing, you know, and throughout my life, I had a, an encounter with a Bigfoot when in like 1977, 78, 79, I forgot what year it is. Mm -hmm. And this thing was in my summer camp and he was, his head filled the three, three by three window. Wow. And he's kind of looking and peeking into it, like looking around our bunk and my feet are right by that window. He could literally, literally, I, 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 I kid you not, my feet are no more than an inch away from this thing's face. The mm -hmm. window's closed, mind you, and he could have just went, grabbed sure. me and pulled. <laughs> yeah. And I had a oh, UFO dude. experience up in that camp uh, mm -hmm. with at least twelve of my friends. We all like, look, look, uh, UFO. And then after that's like, let's go play D and D, and you run inside or like, cards, <laughs> right. right? So, but as I got older, and I have ability to move and whatever mm -hmm. i investigate the weird things you know and that's where it started but i've always yeah. been questioning stuff yeah. and always thinking yeah. so yeah i always think 10 heads 10 steps ahead mm -hmm. 10 steps behind right and left yeah. um and it's very interesting that when you can come to when you can assess a situation what's currently going on you have enough information and education to know what's going on in different parts of the world to make an assessment what's really taking place right right Most and definitely. so i do that yeah uh you know when when you were talking a lot of stuff sounded familiar i i remember when i was uh upper grade school middle school uh they were they were concerned because uh while i wouldn't get uh, you know great test scores i mean if you sat right. down and just talked you know you could tell that there was something a little different. And so they did testing on me too. And uh, they explained to me th their uh, concept of 90, what, 98, 99% of people have what's called a linear uh, learning, right? Yeah. A plus B, yep. you know, equal C. And they, always, they, and they told me that I was more of an elliptical. I would, I would you know, uh, come at things from a different direction. And uh, it answered a lot of questions for me. But at the time, you know, back in the 80s, they didn't have a lot of, uh, uh, it wasn't down pat yet. They didn't have the theories complete. They didn't do, there wasn't a lot of research in it. And uh, it, it really uh, made sense to me to the point where it clicked. And I, I knew then uh, who I was, how I was, you know, how I was learning and stuff and how to come at different things. And even today, you like you i'll be talking and hey look a squirrel you know and uh <laughs> yeah i'm not that bad but you know I, like i always use that homer simpson you yeah. know you know yeah. I, I have a friend that is totally like homer simpson i'm telling him something i'm like you're not even listening he goes gee thanks i'd like an omelet now you know <laughs> i mean he'll just come up with it but the, yeah. the thing is growing up if i if i mind flipping this on you for a second yeah go for it what kind of like were you a music guy were you a creative yeah. guy were yep. you you use you have a lot of creativity were you into photography what yeah. were you into because yeah people that are into and are are very creative and we're going to say yeah. we use the term creative you like color you like movies you like radio you like music whatever oh, yeah. okay and like i said before you use two hemispheres of your brain 
Right. Women use it a lot more. There's a lot more people that have yeah. adapted their abilities better because they're using two hemispheres. Yeah. Creative people, scientific people, quantitative people. Mm -hmm. They don't think linear. Yeah. They, it's like five-dimensional chess. Yeah. And that's a big word they use today. Yeah. Because there's five different layers going at once. And you're not just asking the A, B, C, D, and E question, but then right. you're you going E1, E2, E3, E negative one, negative two. There's a right. lot going on there. Right. And sometimes it's kind of hard to quantify. Right. Yeah. And that's that's how you do it. Yeah. You, Be proud of yourself. No. <laughs> Why, thank you. No, it, it's just constant. Uh, when I was growing up, the, there was always this constant, how did you get there from here? You know, yeah. how did you arrive at this? And so I'd sit there and have to explain and stuff. And you could tell by a quarter of the way through people's eyes would gloss over, you know, but, uh, it, yeah, I was very creative as a kid, uh, music. I was, uh, was my first love. Uh, I always loved the monster movies. I was and I was, from an early age, I was always interested in mythology. Uh, the stories of yep, that, I, 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 I just... Minotaur, Siren, yeah, yep. I would devour uh, everything Joseph Campbell ever wrote. Uh, <laughs> just the understanding yep. miso, the mythos. Jules Verne. Yep. Jules Verne, most yep. part. Oh, I yeah. wasn't a big reader initially. Um mm -hmm. It's really weird. I, my daughters do it and pisses my wife off. They can skim and they get it. They get yeah. the information. They, and yeah. the teacher's like, she knows what the heck's going on. She can tell you right off the bat. But if you ask her to drill down specific sometimes, because she didn't, she just scans. She can get it. She picks it up. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's also, believe it or not, when we grew up, I don't know about you, but we're in that, was it Gen X? And that latch key, whatever, mm -hmm. it was it was um, survival of the fittest. Yeah. It literally was like Lord of the Flies yeah. to a certain degree, yeah. even within the different groups. And you had to learn to adapt to survive. Yeah. And then throw onto that the first video games, the arcades. And we're now, I, I talk about conspiracies. Yeah. There is a conspiracy out there that the video game systems were created based off of stuff for lettered agencies mm -hmm. to kind of train, you know, I don't know if it's like an MK ultra type of thing, but to see how the pattern, you know, recognition. Yeah. And, and I think what it does is I think a lot of these video games, which initially worked off of patterns. Mm -hmm. So you have to know the pattern for Donkey Kong, like three, 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 two hit, hit, you know, yeah. But when you started doing it, like like one of my favorites was Asteroids and then Miss Pac-Man. And oh, yeah. you can get up to so many levels. Mm -hmm. And you if you if you watch people and you watch, you know, your eyes when you're doing it, it there's there's a zen. Yeah. And you're just and, and the hand-eye coordination is perfect. And I think that helped. And I think they're partially right. I can't prove it, but I think a lot of these video games kind of enhanced our our generation yeah. unbeknownst to us yeah i've <clears throat> i've always referred to our generation i was born in 69 uh i've always referred to our generation as a bridge generation because we are the last generation before uh the internet 
right? Yeah. I mean, we uh, as much as bridge generations when uh, electricity was started used, the automobile was introduced. Uh, you know, even later on, boomers, man on the moon. Uh, but uh, Gen Xers, I would, I think we're one of the most interesting, and I think it's going to be studied in the future. The most interesting uh, generation, simply because we we were transitioning through, oh yeah, uh, something now that we recognize now in, in the information, <laughs> the, the the ways that we receive information, and just you know how to how to explain to your kid what things were before the internet. You know, yeah, how we did something. We were the last generation to use our imagination. Yes, I I totally agree. Uh, you know, uh, the theater of the mind. You know, Huge. we are the last. We know how to be by ourselves. Yeah, exactly. and we're really comfortable with it. Yep. We don't always like it. I mean, no one likes being by themselves. Yeah, um, they always want a companion, and sometimes, you know, dogs or cats or whatever. Yeah, uh, people want to. There's something to human touch. Yeah, which is important. Um, but we're the last generation to have to sit there and make up a story and look at the clouds as you're yeah. driving in your folks' car, listening to AM radio, probably mm-hmm. jazz, and yeah. going, "I'm in hell," but that looks like an elephant. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, and yeah. I thought I thought the video games since then haven't they? You know, obviously you get better graphics and everything, but the storytelling of it hasn't evolved simply because they're just upon the foundations of fantasy, sci-fi, or or uh, themes that have been laid down in the earlier to mid part of the twentieth century, um, yeah. including space. You know, well, uh, it's yeah, it's really interesting because if you look at you look at the beginning of the pong, bink, 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 and right. you'll know this. Remember that sound? Everybody's yeah. like, red's turning. Yeah. That was like a $30 game back then. Like, How much is that? $30? And $30 is like almost $90, right? Yeah. Yeah. Trying football. So we went from games with patterns yeah. to more strategy based stuff. Like, right. um, I remember when the first, when the first real, PC came where you were afforded. Yeah. There was um Mist. I think it was called Mist. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. And what was great about that genius is you had to think. Yeah. You had to do puzzles. Right. And one of my favorite games ever is a game called Under the Killing Moon series. It was a great game. But we went from these games where you had to think and then unlock X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then do something to Bouncing around like an age, you know, pension right. deficit person shooting. Yeah, I got you. And then t- trash talking and no respect and nothing. Everybody's just all over the freaking place. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and we numbed down. Yeah. Created a numbness mm-hmm. to generation by generation about killing. Desensitized, you bet. One, yeah. one of desensitized. Yeah. No, we're numb. It's right. not even, it's like, Whatever, you know, I I played a great game series. This is actually an important in relationship to what's what's going on in the world today. Mm-hmm. There, there's a great game. If you haven't played it and you're a video game guy, you can get it on Xbox. I think you can get it on the other uh, Sony as well. Mm-hmm. And you get it for like really inexpensive. They have three of them. It's called Bioshock. Yes, I've heard of that. Uh-huh. Okay, first of all, 
not really big on some of the stories in these games. They're just like, I don't care. You know, yeah, you want me to get the golden egg? I'll go find the golden egg. Okay. <laughs> right. This had an, an, an amazing story, like Aaron Rand type of story. John, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Who's John Gall? It, it had that kind of es- essence to it. Yeah. It had the, um, what's the um, Citizen Kane feel to it? Yeah. Neat technology, mm-hmm. underwater, 20,000 leads in the sea. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing they had this product called Eve. Okay. And Eve is what gave you the energy and, and helped enhance your whatever you take it. Yeah. yeah. And in order to get Eve, you either have to find it. Or you can extract it from uh, a being in the game. Okay. Unfortunately, the being in the game that gave you the most Eve or all the Eve was children. Oh, boy. Yeah. So you, I remember this. I remember playing this game even before I had kids. Mm-hmm. That is a moral, moral dilemma. Right. Here I go. I have a little, little girl is climbing on my shoulder. And I could take her to safety and I'll get a little bit of reward yeah. or I can extract her essence. Does it sound like something that people have been talking about? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Rhymes with Chrome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Once you, once you take a person and have them have no problems about hurting children yeah. or dogs or puppies, yeah. Technically, yep. you're creating sociopaths and psychopaths. Yeah, yeah. no, no kidding. Uh, I, I always felt that uh, video games, even even at a young age, I always always felt that I was being conditioned. You know, and that that desensitization of of uh, a changing world, and I always felt that it wasn't like just me coming up with something. It was something that was derived for me to arrive at, and to each person to arrive at. And uh, the the words I think today that have lost any sort of uh, usage and gloss over our younger generation is critical thinking. Yep. You know, uh, being that independent enough to examine something and come up with your own. Now, every now everything is is explained for you, and to me, that is so dangerous. When when you I have just... that. Yeah, we just had this kind of conversation because yeah. um, part of me being late is I had to get back home, but then my brother showed up, which I haven't seen in forever. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, dude, got to do an interview. You know, <laughs> like, screw you. You know, he's like, really? I'm like, yeah, well, you didn't tell me you were coming. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. But her friend came over and her daughter is 21 or 22. And she lives um, in like Miami or something. And I'm yeah. in Florida now. Uh-huh. And she calls her mother up. And goes, I don't know what to do. The remote, I think the battery's dead. And I think you got me a new one. And I'm going to be late for work. She had no yeah. clue. Yeah. No clue yeah. how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. None. Totally agree. And and the problem with that is, yeah. if you can't figure out that you have this device, everybody holds it. And yeah. you can go, you know, uh, uh, Grand Cherokee. Key fob battery replacement. Sure. What do I do? You know, key fobs, dead, start car. And if you don't get 15 videos coming up, which you're going to, and you can figure it out. Yeah. That's a problem. 
yeah most definitely uh the critical thinking the autonomy to do something uh (laughs) has has been lost yep uh and you know I try to explain things to my kid. I'm, imagine this, right? Imagine this generation trying to do the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> you know, that would be great, right? What? What? Where did this card go? Come right. on, you got ten seconds. Yeah, one yeah. two one two zero point something something. Where do I go to that in the library? I'm lost. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, if they can't search quickly or use emoji to express themselves, they're. I, I I said it. I remember this is like two years. This is at the height of the the C stuff. Yeah, actually, about a year after the C stuff, I was in a Walgreens looking for some, you know, whatever alcohol or something to <laughs> sterilization or something like that, whatever, and aspirins. And this kid was just about fifteen years old or or fifteen to seventeen. Mm-hmm. Couldn't figure out like, you know, like. What what are what are the wipes? What wipes you talking about for the for the laundry? Yeah, you know, fabric softener sheets. Yeah, and she, it was just like pathetic. Like they can't they can't function. They can't operate. Right. And there was a woman there, and I said, I said, thank God this isn't nineteen forties because we'd be all speaking German right now. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yes, there's some truth to that uh, because it, these. Nobody will, these kids, and I'm worried about my kids doing it too. They will sell you out, your parents out, Mm. my opinion, for free Wi-Fi and a Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, come on. Where's mom? Where's mom? Look, look. Tell me where mom is and I'll I'll get you the internet. Hold on. Let me get you the internet. You tell me where mom is. And you give like access to your internet. I'm like, well, they said something about going to Chicago. Oh, okay. You have a way of contacting them? Well, I'm like, hold on. What Starbucks do you want? Oh, really? Yeah, I'll get you Starbucks. Just let me know which one. Okay. Sure. Oh, they said they're going to go on the south side at Sam's Club. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. They don't think. Yeah. It's a me, 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 me. And not mm-hmm. they don't know one there about family. Mm-hmm. Even though we, we were latchkey. Yeah. There was a bit more family there. But now it's no no fathers, no mothers. They yeah. had a they had a father down here who sawed his son in half with a with a saw. Killed him. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, look, I'm only speaking from a parent mm. a parent's perspective. Yeah. When you hold something you've created, and there's a lot of people that shouldn't be creating <laughs> that's a totally <laughs> different subject. Right. But when you hold this thing and that this your your son or your daughter, and yeah. they're you know. And you're helping them to, how can how can you, I mean, take them out? What yeah. was so bad? I mean, don't get me wrong. You come at me with a knife or a gun. It's going to be a different story. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. But but it's like, what could be that terrible or wrong? You know. Yeah. Unless yeah. you unless you have like, um, you know, what's his name? Um, one of the serial killers. You know, as a sure. son. Like you know, even even those people that whose parents probably abused the crap out of them, if their father, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry. You know, but how can you do that? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your. No, thought. no, no, not at all. Uh, no checks and balances. Everything is transactional. Yeah, and uh, uh, so 
let, let's uh, let's delve into the conspiracy theories. Uh, how, <laughs> as we talk about uh, the younger generation and stuff, uh, how how do they get sold information that that us older guys see right away as yeah th- this this is a conspiracy. There's something going on. This is this isn't as you know what it seems. Uh, as a as a younger generation, how is that now sold to? So in the past, and I can only speak from my point of view, being same roughly the same age mm-hmm. on forward, we were at least given a foundation of a real education for the most part. Mm-hmm. With the and and I believe the sixties, fifties, and sixties and seventies is where they started testing. When I say they, the government and also communists, sure. Russia, whatever, mm-hmm. they started infiltrating and seeing where they can get into the system. And if you capture the young, you turn the young, yep. and anything thereafter is going to be yours. Yeah, This is the manifesto. I forgot his name, who um, one of the Russian defects said, it's a, it's a long process, but once we'll get into it, we get into the school systems and the universities. We yeah. teach your children, and then you kind of carry that as the truth. And then we get into the school systems and the school unions. A lot of the unions have a lot of these people in it, mm-hmm. and they use the unions and they dictate, like you know, more socialism, more this, more that, and they teach you more about your pie and my pie instead of like you you have a right if you're working yeah. thirty six hours a week, forty hours a week, you get paid twenty dollars an hour. They're like, well, you know what? We need to share this. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go on strike now, but you need to go and you're going to get fired from it. But it's all right. We'll hire you back eventually. Sure, sure. And people I- are like, well, as long as I'm in the union, I guess they'll hire me back. This is how it started. Mm-hmm. Okay. On top of this, and this is really very evident right now, the historical record mm-hmm. is all one giant conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, um, Cala- uh, uh, Amerigo Vespusa, whoever was the first to uh, come to America. Yeah. You guess what? He wasn't. Guess what? It very well could have been the Phoenicians or the Egyptians or, totally the, Scottish, or yeah. the Celtics. Okay. This whole, this whole Columbus, uh, you know, yeah. takes over America or whatever is, yeah. is, is crap. It's a bunch uh, of crap. Yeah, whether it be uh, the Vikings, the Chinese. Uh, um, I think they're... some of the. I think, I think a lot of cultures have come to this mainland USA mm-hmm. well prior to any like like Columbus. Okay, yeah. first of all, if you get into the Middle America, South America, Middle America, with the Aztecs and the Mayans and whatever, yeah. they've gone all the way up. It's a known fact they've gone all the way up to Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you see um, some of the stuff, artifacts that shouldn't be here, but are very reminiscent of of um, Celtic or Nordic. Right. Okay. Right. And then you start seeing things that relate to the Phoenicians. Yeah. Um, for Christ's sake, I think it was in the 30s. 40s I, I forgot the year they mm-hmm. found in the grand canyon arizona grand canyon 
they found a cave yep with hieroglyphics mm-hmm. and a um i forgot the name of uh, not a high is it a the, the the female or god that has multiple hands oh well um, uh there's a ton of yeah yeah Fenichiba. they yeah. found giants and i'm talking 20 foot plus tall individuals right swords that are bigger than your home yeah and all these they have i I mean i wish i could show it to you i I have a picture it's it's literally it looks exactly like the sphinx in the grand yeah Uh, okay and those are uh just tramped down uh almost uh, the next day the next minute every you get this brief glimpse of something and then you're told no 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 this is just the story you know that th- right. this is uh i mean uh again uh go uh go Gobleki tepe yep uh when it was first you know uh excavated and things i mean you heard some just fantastic uh uh stories coming out of there and then and then all of a sudden bam you don't know nothing anymore about it and or uh, or yeah you you know you had that brief glimmer of something before it gets trammed down or the government finds out about it yep and shuts down and blows up the entrance to the cave takes everything takes everything first and then blows it up or puts a a not no access around it yeah okay have it in place right now on top of that you really want to go back further Mm mm-hmm People are going to kill me because I'm a, I'm a God, one. I'm a God fearing person, sure. also an ordained minister, so I believe in yep. God. Yep. But pretty similar how the um, <laughs> the the Old Testament. Yeah. But got the New Testament, which got King James, whatever. Sure. Wow. It's it sounds very much like another culture's tales and fables mm-hmm. about floods and yep. this person and that. So. And then on top of that, you know, you get um, an empire that knows that they're on the way out and the people are starting to get riled up because this really thin kid starts all this crap, yeah. right? Yeah. They, and they they put him on, they supposedly crucify him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. His hands. They put two spikes through his hands, he would have fallen to the ground. It's, he would rip his hands open. But, right. but the whole point is they take that and they said, Someone said, look, if we if we now run on this and we use this and then you declare whatever, you're the king, you're the rule, and there's your modern day um Catholic. All about, yep, all about power. Uh, mm-hmm. uh I, I've stated this on the show before. Uh before I uh met my wife, uh I was actually uh going to become a Catholic priest. And uh, I always had questions there, too, because <laughs> they never realized they always uh, uh, blind faith. Right. Uh, you, believe, you know, you believe this, yada, 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 uh, right. orthodoxy. And I had questions about it simply because I can't, I was a history major before I, you know, degree in history. I come at things just a little different that just doesn't jibe. You uh, just like the guy I when they do the three beards. Yeah. A podcast on Wednesdays. Um, the guy that started Craig Ansel, he was going, he went to seminary school yep. and he comes at a different angle and he's like, yep. rah, rah, and then mm-hmm. it's over. Like, yeah, we don't need you here. You got to move on, move on. Right. These, aren't the, these aren't the priests you're looking for. No, you know? 
yeah, not at all. Uh, I got heavy into research. Well, first, when I was there, I studied dogmatic theology and Christology. And so uh, I, I started reading things like the Ap- Apocrypha, all the, you know, all the things that didn't get included in the Council of Nicaea, yada, yep. yada, yada. And I had questions about that. And they were like, no, 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 this is heresy. You know, you don't want to know this. But then uh, how do you decide what goes into the Bible, right? Who decided this? Who decided that, the, the yes, this is true. No, this is not true. Uh, when, when you're talking about many different accounts, uh, even, you know, even the four gospels written, what, 40, 50, 60, 70 years after the fact, not even written by the uh, people that did it. And and then again, you go through at that time, more of an oral tradition. Uh, right. Someone tells someone, tells something, tells someone. And I always uh, equated it to this little line from a movie in the 80s called Johnny Dangerously, Michael right. Keaton. Right. He's sitting, he's sitting at the table, you know, in prison, you know, and at one end, the guy says, uh, you know, uh, they're going to kill Johnny's brother at this time tonight at this place, you know, theater. And it goes down the line, the line, the line until it gets to the guy that speaks to uh, Michael Keaton. And he he says, uh, Johnny and the mothers are going to be performing at the Savoy tonight. And then (laughs) Keaton goes, what? They're going to kill my brother? You know? Yeah. He he picks. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I, I love that scene because I've actually, um, I've actually recited the uh, one of the bus. Mm-hmm. When's the bus? When's the next bus? <laughs> yeah. Well, the Little Meridians as a prayer once for over in a lodge meeting, and we had people like I've never heard that prayer before, and and the the lead of of our our of our lodge is like half of us are cracking up, but mm-hmm. I gave them that 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 prayer, which is great. All the Little Meridians. Right, all the little meridians, yeah, all the little meridians. Oh, yeah. Um, but this, this is the, this is the whole thing, right? So, you're not even including the Dead Sea Scrolls that were found, yep, which were tons and tons of books, and you know, um, yep. there were females that wrote books too. Yes, yeah. Mary this is the Book of Mary. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not going to put that in there because women are are not holy. Men are holier than women. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah 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 blah. Whatever. Yeah. And in a lot of religions, Western-based religions, women, and I'm going to say this, but it's true, women are underneath cattle. Yeah. Cattle is more important, cattle yeah. meaning sheep and form, than women. Women's purpose is to procreate and breed, and you take care of them, and I will do what I wish. Right. In a patriarchal right. society, I mean, who calls the shots? I mean, it's amazing how Mary Magdalene, uh, went from being uh, a a companion to Jesus as okay. I'm uh, I'm probably gonna have to put explicit language on this podcast, but she got turned into a whore. Yeah. Uh, but what what people don't realize is that the cup of Christ, you know, that the Holy Grail. Yeah. I think is the is you know I I kind of lean towards it's the 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 womb of of. Of Mary, that's the Holy Grail. Yeah, that. Oh, oh we're gonna get in so much trouble because of today's society. Yeah. But men have a certain point, and women has a certain point, and yeah. together with a man and a woman, you create life. Yeah, you cannot create life any other way other than with a man and a woman. Sperm, egg. That's it. Sure. sure. In order to continue and give life, and under, if you want to go theologically. What God wants you, what is the first thing he said? 
be fruitful and multiply. multiply. Yeah. That is life. Mm-hmm. See what you do now, you get beget your son and you teach him. And then your son goes, My dad used to say this, and he teaches it. I mean, grandpa used this. So you're teaching grandpa, you know, as a grandpa, you'll teach their children, but he'll also teach them. And then they'll teach from, you know, well, my great grandfather used blah, 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 blah. And then that's life. That's how life grows and continues. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they don't want that because what happens is they can't have, they have to have people under the thumb of an authoritative figure. Yep. And that's first was religion. Yep. Well, not all religions, but religion. And then after that it becomes governments. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to the minor local city, state, local, federal. And no, you can't do that because we said so. Right. You have to go to, you have to go to church to pray to God. I'll let you in a little secret. No, you don't. Nope. God is everywhere. And yeah. God is listening everywhere. Yeah. I need uh, what 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 a church or temple or a mosque or whatever you go to provides you is not the, the place to go. Mm-hmm. It, it provides you community. Right. And originally we're tribal. Yep. We're nomadic and tribal. That's what nomads they're all the same thing. Mm-hmm. So when you went together under the same tent, you're all together. Everybody knows what's going on. I'll help you. We'll get you. So, and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and everybody knows everybody and everybody's looking out for everybody. Right. Right. That's the whole thing about, you know, religion, but that that's one of the hugest um, conspiracy theories out there. Sure. This this stuff. And, and people believe it. And and when I said the fossil record, the scientific record, Mm. I mean, yeah, the stuff they're finding right now, it right. goes against everything they're talking about. Right. Exactly. Everything. Yeah. So the you, you got to take, got to take the science and throw throw it the f out. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm not saying I'm a scientist. I studied some science. I didn't go into it because I actually wanted to make money and live. You know, whatever. Sure. sure. But if 99.998% of people who are in science yeah are governed by dollars sure. okay yeah and it even in a university level so i thought about being um an astrophysicist at one one point i liked astronomy like you know physics and and whatever and i'm like okay you know i like this you know then i'm like what am i going to do uh, i'm going to work either for the government or in inadvertently for the government via university. Yeah. Making if I'm lucky $75,000 a year. Yeah. I have to publish probably at least once every so many years, right. which I will not own it. Right. I will not reap the rewards or the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> yeah. I I totally I totally agree. Uh, science in the beginning was was the isn't it always the ultimate quest for truth and, and not yeah. in, in and of itself but when that gets hijacked uh by certain power structures you, you no longer own the the truth it turns into what they call nowadays as your truth or my truth or true truth or whatever back, back then i mean even i mean copernicus you know no 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 the earth goes around the sun 
you know, okay, you're excommunicated and you're burned at the stake, right? Roast them. <laughs> Simply because you dare to either question authority or uh, the standing orthodoxy of it. Uh, but I mean, yeah. uh, as we t- discuss the conspiracy theories, I, sure. I, I love it because all the way back, how do you explain then the Nephilim? You know, uh, the church doesn't talk about it yes it's mentioned and then nothing oh, more and... well that's another book right yeah it's a book enoch yep. right mm-hmm. reading if you if you get a chance to read the book of enoch there's a couple of good versions and a lot of them you can actually get in pdf form online sure free. um that will blow your mind about everything yeah of so course. i i thoroughly believe i do believe that um, God's uh, the, the angels in heaven lusted after the daughters of man, yeah, and against God's wishes and procreated and created Nephilim. Mm-hmm. And Nephilim, the reason why it is because it's a human angel hybrid, yeah. And these things were, are we, are we called demigods, yeah, right? Uh-huh. But you said Greek mythology, yeah. What if these Nephilim were what the Greeks were talking about of course yeah each society each society uh explains itself in its own way so yep. when you it's no mistake that uh, throughout all you know, i mean go back to gilgamesh go back all that yeah you, you, they all have their flood the stories gilgamesh. they all have their creation stories heck even native americans refer to god as the great spirit even you know yes. Uh, so I always, always thought that even at the beginning, uh, when we talk about humanity, uh, we very, very distant fragmented echoes of something that went before. Look at David versus Goliath. Yeah. Right. That was David, king of Hebrews. Yes. Weren't Jews because it would be Judea, but it was the, whatever. King of, um, king of the Israeli, not Israel, Israel, Israelites or yeah. something like that, whatever yeah. it was. He's yeah. fighting a giant. Mm-hmm. That is a real giant. That is a, that's a Nephilim. Yeah. But that's what it was. And then you get to the point because, I don't know, maybe God came back from his coffee break. I'm like, what were you doing? <laughs> he purges all these angels. Right. Some really badass angels. You know, he destroys them, sends them to oblivion. He sends the watchers who are supposed to keep watch over this. Yeah. You know, what we imprison them for, for eternity or till a certain point. Yeah. In the River Jordan. Pay attention to that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sends them to the River Jordan and buries them under the water in the River Jordan. That's where he buries them. Incredible. Yeah. That's where he's they're locked up. Yeah. And if you you know, so he comes down and then what he this is blasphemy. And he can't just go, I don't think I don't, I, I can't I don't want to speak for God, but God is just like, I gotta come okay, and now I know how to go. I'm gonna get rid of these things. Right. And I'm gonna get rid of the wicked people that allowed it to happen because I've told them my laws and they just went against me. So they get this idiot named Noah. <laughs> yeah. And they have these flood stories. Now, I really do believe that I believe in Noah's Noah and the Ark. Mm-hmm. But I think there were arcs 
not only where Noah was. I think all over the world there was the other Noahs. Sure. But in Japan it was Hoshi, Yoshi, and you know Gaelic it was whatever. In this, you know, and they begot what they needed to get, and the earth was flooded to eradicate. Yeah. Giants. Yeah. It's in the book. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean, ninety nine percent of them were eradicated. Yeah. Some of them escaped. Right. I don't know how they did, but they did. Maybe they he didn't flood enough. Mm. Okay. 40 days, 40 nights. Yep. Then it dries up, and then you have this whole thing. This is why we have to this day, I think there's still oh, people are gonna get mad at me. I still believe that there are races of giants that still exist and they've procreated mm-hmm. and they're big. I'm not kidding, 30, 40, 50 feet tall. You want to know another conspiracy theory? Yep, go for it. Devil's Tower? Mm-hmm. It's not rocks. It's a tree stump. <clears throat> really? Okay. It's a tree stump. Huh. Look at it. Ex- expound and on that for a bit. If you really look, and Devil's Tower is just one <clears throat> of numerous, yeah. numerous structures. That thing was a ginormous tree. They even talk about it in some of the old books. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a tree that is a mile thick. Yeah. In circumference. Yeah. And goes and is ginormous. Yep. And have you ever seen? I mean, it's really this isn't pareidolia. Okay. Mm-hmm. This isn't this isn't civilizations doing carvings. If you look at what, what happens to wood when it petrifies, it turns to stone. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are rock formations around this planet. And it looks like something happened where, which said, nope, boom, and shut it all down, killed it in its place, and turned it to stone. Yeah. There are stories in mythology that they were able to do that, turn things to stone. Sure. Medusa. There are there are giant foots. There are other things that it's a tree stump. It looks like a tree stump. It has the the lines in it. It has yeah. the, the 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 circles that you would if you cut a tree and have to, to test the age. Yeah. Trust me. Look into the tree stump theory on Devil's Tower. Yeah, I, I'm 99% positive, and I'm on team as they call it team stump. <laughs> I'm on team go. stump. I'm on team stump. Excellent. And I'm and I think. And if you think about this mm-hmm. different ways and you have giants that are a hundred feet tall, yeah. I think you you can have tree stumps that go up a thousand feet. Sure. Okay. Sure. hundred foot giant, you know, tw- you know, 200 foot giant tall being living yeah. in an area where um, we're talking about oxen that are big. We're talking about animal. I think at one point, these beings existed mm-hmm. and then for some reason i can't tell you why or how yeah gone or flash frozen there are rocks that look like snakes coiled up i mean like everything to a snake if you looked at a snake yeah. under a microscope and you looked at this rock it is exactly in the right place the probability yeah of that is so astronomical but they'll say, oh, no, it's pareidolia. I'm like, dude, that ain't pareidolia. <laughs> right. Hey, you know? um, 
let's uh let's bounce ahead a little bit sure, wherever um talk to me about any conspiracy theories that have to do with jesus i mean because you have the in the old testament you have uh some of the, you know especially isaiah ezekiel talk about you know uh what it, what what the messiah could be or what the messiah may look like uh but everything's were changed changed a little bit now i'm a big uh proponent of uh, an author by the name of uh bart ehrman who questions a lot of the stuff uh well yeah how he goes yeah. from a from a uh apocalyptic uh figure to the son of god and then the morphing out of uh the very early early writings into what we call the trinity I, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna get just some nasty grams. You're gonna get, you're gonna get hammered for this, so I'm gonna keep this one a little because yeah. I'm not picking. You know, I thoroughly, I wasn't born into the religion, but I believe that in Jesus Christ as a human being, person, and I believe Jesus Christ was one of the many messengers that were mm -hmm. sent here by God yep. to tell people, um, you're messing up. And yeah. he dropped an f bomb and it, like, look, dude, <laughs> you got to get no, you're doing you're doing a bit. That yeah. was that was Dad saying, clean your damn room, straighten your stuff up, and then when I'm ready, I'll talk to you. Right. So, but here's the thing. I do believe that he came and he was in the what was date present day Middle East, sure. Turkey, Middle East, the whole area there. And I do believe that these people have traveled from Turkey, constant, you know, Turkey, what's modern Turkey to the Middle East, Sudan, and the whole whole desert area there. Yeah, I mean, it took years. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing: the the person that they portray him as, um, a very white, yeah. blonde hair, blue eyes, individual, yeah. is not, in my opinion, what Jesus was. Or Yeshua, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeshua. Yeah, not that. Uh -huh. If you really want to look at, he is more, um, olive complexion, darker yeah. skin, and the darker beard, and and sure. don't get me wrong, he, I think he had well, what everybody has like. So I have a beard, um, and I know people that have like black hair, mm -hmm. and they have um during the summer. When the height of the sun is there, they start getting blonder and lighter sure. and they'll get streaks in it. So I think sure. that's where you got some of the lightness of, of the skin and the and and whatever it is. Yeah. You know, but I think he's more Middle Eastern. So we're gonna go with a brownish or sure. tannish color. Yeah. And I do I, I don't I don't necessarily believe the uh the story of like you know, like I, if I was if I was Joseph of like, so what you're saying is well I was out in that field over there God came down and did what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know the Lord came down. And I'm like I'm like get out of the house now. You know, sure. Um, that's a little bit too much. I, I I can't wrap my head around that. I I actually I could easily see that being more UFO based or or alien implantation. Can it happen? If it's if there and I believe there's a God, yeah, sure. Yeah. I can't give you proof of it. Sure. You know, whatever. Um, but besides that, 
here is a person, and then if he's growing up because of his Hebrew background, Israeli background, whatever, yeah, and he if he's following the word of God given by you know Moses, whatever, all that the law, stuff. yeah, out yeah. of the Torah. So, uh-huh. so then, then technically, he he is a he's a rabbi, very much so. Okay, we, yeah, uh, as your Western European has changed. Uh, drastically to to mirror their own uh, uh, ideology. Exactly. I mean, yeah, Jesus was a Jew. He was very much Jew. One hundred percent, right? And yeah. but what I think, um, what I think, I I really do believe that God. Yeah. In that case, it would be. Um, I don't know if they call him Hashem or Adonai. Mm-hmm. I, there's there's a four letter word for for God, yeah. but I I don't remember it, and I'm probably going to get killed from from many people for this. But whatever. So I I actually believe that he was strong enough, smart enough, and charismatic enough, and he was chosen by the higher power, which we know as God. Mm-hmm. To say, You're going to be my messenger. Yeah, because I think he growing up, and and the way he was raised. He saw all the injustices yeah. going on, and I think something like that's wrong, but he didn't know how to do anything. And then at one moment, I want to say he had a religious experience, but that's mm-hmm. basically it. Yeah. And he he was begotten the messenger of God, mm-hmm. and maybe he was in contact with God, and he was doing his best to, this is wrong, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fix it, and he went into the marketplace and he got, you know, and yeah. he stored up all this crap and whatever. And then, but he was saying the right things because you don't need to, I mean, there may be a little bit more like, you know, not like cultish, but mm. he was also another one that says, you know, I'm, I don't know if he alluded to being God's messenger, but basically he's telling you the against the control, the church. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the church being the synagogues, the temples, and whatever, which yeah. are all about money and power. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's like, no, 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 you don't need that. God, you can talk to God 24-7. Yeah. Okay? And for him dying on behalf of everybody, I don't know if he was really into that part of the program. Yeah. He may have done that. Okay? Yeah. Um, and um, But I'm going to tell you something. I I don't I don't believe him. There's different groups. So, so there's the, there's Catholics or Christians. Some of them believe believing as that he is God. Yeah. So there's God, but he is God. Yeah. Others believe in God, but they also believe Jesus as yeah. the son of. Okay. Right. By the way, anybody's a man in this world is a son of God. Anybody is a woman is a son of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a daughter of God. Sorry. That's a totally different subject. But, but, um, so him dying for the sins apparently right i died for your sins i took i took it instead of you you know being punished god punished me his only son whatever the dramatics were i could tell you one thing i do believe he was a messenger that's why he was the messiah that's what messiah is right there's numerous messiahs buddha's a messiah yep sheba may be a messiah Mm-hmm. um there's so many different ones you know i mean i, I can go on you know krishna whatever god touch 
God goes for individuals 99% of the time that are really troublemakers, but they, they have this Svengali about them to lead people. Right. Yeah. People will follow. Moses wasn't a nice guy. If you really look up what, what Noah was doing to his kids, not a nice guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say so. So he, but he knows that they have the abilities to like, they have the potential. And I think that's where it is. It's all about potential. Sure. So the narrative though, that oh, he's white and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I don't understand if, if you know the story of him and you know, he comes from two, it's not Jewish because that would be Judea. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's, he's Hebrew or that's where he's descended from for the yeah. most part, he's Hebrew. And if you have no problem with him being a Hebrew, but, but, but once he becomes Jesus, now you have a problem with Hebrews. <laughs> you, you don't have your, you don't have your stuff together. Yeah, I mean, we we could spend. I don't. I don't want to. I'm not here to start a fight. You know. No, no, not at all. Anybody. Uh, right. yeah, it, it's yeah, a very it contentious subject, and it really is based on what you believe. Um, but There's I also to... believe within that, though. I mean, you, you can't deny that there has been things that have been covered up, not talked about. One hundred percent. Yeah. I so... think it was a lot darker in complexion. Oh sure, I and that wouldn't. Too. And that would not bode well for the people that are racist, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um, I don't. I do not. Oh, this is going to kill you. There's a, a <laughs> lot of evidence coming out. It's this a bad show because because <laughs> people just listen to it. This is the problem with with our society, our world. Yeah. They get the thirty minute bites, right? Thirty yeah. seconds, thirty minute bites. They don't do any research. They just said. Well, this guy said it was safe to take. You're like, well, you know what? You may want to do something called a read. Reading is fundamental, RIF. I grew up on Saturday morning. They told me reading is fundamental. (laughs) They don't do that. They just hear it and they jump. Okay. Yeah. The bottom line is whoever power groups are, are going to use that person and adapt them to whatever their, their belief is and want. And that's going to be the rule. And that's the conspiracy. Because then they get the control over, well, Jesus was white. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was Asian. Right. And that's what they uh, really, uh, they have a term for that now, controlling the narrative. Yeah. Well, it's it's yeah. interesting. I saw something recently, and this is a cave. I don't remember where it was, but it it may have been more towards, um, what's um. Oh, more oh, where they where they believe the Ark of the Covenant is um, Ethiopian, Ethiopian, yeah. and they're very very dark. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. He may have been more in that zone, I think, more so as far as is where it is. Right. But they they found a cave near there or in the, within the jurisdiction. You have yeah. to go deep, deep, deep underground. It's a it's an original petroglyph of mm-hmm. of painting. Mm-hmm of jesus and they said and it talks about the birth of jesus and the star and the whole thing so i think there is some i think there is some truth to that yeah that narrative okay but they depict them as a lot lot darker than 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 you and i together i you know i'm in the sun and i'm i look a little bit peachy here which is nice (laughs) thank you very much um but darker like middle eastern like you know totally yeah 
and yeah. people people gloss over that today. Uh, I'm also a, I'm probably gonna get myself in trouble here too, but I'm also a proponent of uh, the Ark of the Covenant being down in Ethiopia. Uh, it, it's you know it says that the destruction of the temple they took it somewhere, right? And well, so I I think they took it down uh, into Ethiopia. Who is the queen of Ethiopia? Yeah, and um, and who is he? Who is she? Who is her boyfriend? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's, it's it's there. I think it's in that building. Yep, that's guarded twenty four seven. Yeah, and they you know they won't let you in, and it's amazing that no one talks about the fact that uh, that the high priests that are, are that are there to watch over and defend it if need be, uh, they all go blind. Yeah. You know, okay, so what is something that makes each person go blind eventually? It's got to be something really, uh, really a powerful. Well, you know, it's interesting about it. There's also rumors. This is just rumor. I can't, I can't talk about it's conspiracy. So we were all basically conspiracy theory is rumors. Yeah. But a lot of conspiracy theory is, is really factual and has Mm -hmm. some rumor in it. Mm -hmm. And, and if you wanted to keep score up until this point, the conspiracy theorists are about a thousand percent, and the people that go for the facts are negative numbers at this point. <laughs> okay, right. you've right. been proven. There's a lot of people that have been proven right. Yeah, um, but there's a rumor that a lot of the old guard that is watching and goes with the tradition, and yeah. God, I give people credit for for living a life like that because yeah. with what's going on today, the temptation is so like. I'm out of here, you know, type yeah. of thing. Yeah. That's devotion. But that's what that's what eventually when you when you connect to the higher spirit, you'll feel the same way eventually. Mm-hmm. These people are supposed to be like super old, like yeah. hundreds of years old. Right. Yeah. And it's it's weird. It's kind of like, you know, every time I speak of the Ark of the Covenant, the you know, covenant, I always think of Indiana Jones. Right. I also when I think think of the cup of Christ. I see that old Knights Templar sitting there. You chose wisely, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and I've always, I don't know. It's a gut feeling. I believe the Ark is there and it's very well protected. Right. Besides the fact that it has its own alarm system, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, And I, I really do um think these people are like hundreds, if not, you know, we're talking about people like Abraham and and yeah. uh, nine hundred plus years old. Yeah, like it was nothing. Right. You right. know what? Our, my kid is eleven years old and she's bored staying home this <laughs> long day weekend. I'm like, well, you only got nine hundred more years to worry about, then, honey. You know, right, right. Can you imagine that? Yeah. You know, it's a, so, it's amazing. Yeah, the body. I, body. And yeah, I think they're gonna. Oh, this is. I'll, I'll talk to you about a different conspiracy theory. In a, in a, uh, okay. It goes back to, uh, well, I'll, I'll just get into it. So yep. I, I, I've been talking to a, another friend of mine. He's in the UK who studies a lot of religion as well, but he, he does some, you know, very, very smart, wonderful person. And I'm going to keep his name out of it for, you know, I want him to be um, protected so he doesn't get any, any crap. But we always have these conversations about what's going on in the world because we, we, we do pay attention to the stuff. Yeah. And he's into the medical field and we'll get into that probably too. But um, he gave me a list of 
there's a roadmap to Armageddon. Okay. Yeah. And I don't have it on me and I forgive me, but he said, you know, world war two is one that there's certain mar things have to be checked off before we know we're at the, the point where I'm again, like revelations type of sure. stuff. Sure. And he goes, the next one's going to be big because if this goes off, we're really at that point. And that point is the Northern Alliance and it invades Israel from the North. And that's Syria, that's uh, Iran, Iran, and Russia and some other country are going to come in and invade, invade Israel from the North. And then what's going to happen or supposed to happen is God's wrath will come down, destroy all that, and reunite Israel again. And once that takes place, if I see that, and I think we're going to see this in our lifetime, mm -hmm. I mean, like, I think we're going to see this in months. Okay. Yeah, okay. okay. We'll, we'll, six months to 18 months. Okay. Everything is in right place for it. If that happens, <laughs> we're in trouble, folks. Right. Yeah. We're in a lot of trouble. Right. Um, and, and you know, another thing, you, you studied it. A lot of people don't pray anymore. No. So a lot of the world's in trouble. No, I, I totally agree. Uh, a lot, and a lot of New Age, uh, they talk about, well, the universe sends me this, the universe this and that. I mean, really, you've just uh, taken out the word God, but you've given it to another sentient being that, that gives it to you. You know, yeah, I, you know, I, I source gave universe. it to me. Source. Yeah, the source. Right, because you know what? If you if you if you put up the word God, ah, oh, yeah, you know, because yeah. um, each religion has its own thing. You know, like yeah. Jesus. Like, I'm trying to explain to my younger daughter because one of her friends, actually, one of her friends is mixed parents. One's a Catholic Christian, the other, the and the father is Jewish, so she's mixed. But they go to church, and in this church, and it's in one of the newer churches where they're going to bring in families. And it's it's really interesting how they get people together, and it's more palatable. Yeah. But they teach Jesus is God. So when when she goes, do you believe in God? And you know whatever. And then she, you know, and this is one of my daughter's friends, and my daughter does believe in in God. Mm -hmm. God. Yeah. Um. She, we're we're in a different religion, but again, I don't conform to any of them. I just do my own thing, yeah. more spiritual. But I help, you know figure this out and this kid this her friend went around school oh she doesn't she's she's uh um she doesn't believe in uh and in, in god she doesn't follow jesus and and my daughter got my she's very opinionated how I, I raised her mm -hmm. she's smart and she's super smart and like an old spirit mm -hmm. and she goes i do believe in god what are you talking about but yeah. then i had to explain to her like some people believe jesus is god and there's some, and they're Jews. They're called uh, Messianic Jews, and they believe Jesus is the the Savior, the Messiah. Sure. And they follow the the path of Jesus. And getting back to that, if you really want to follow the true path of Jesus Christ, then you basically have to be an Orthodox Jew. Yeah. Well, I'm just gonna throw it at you. So all those honey baked hams and the spiral hams, eh, <laughs> not gonna work for you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't mean to circle back, but no, 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 all, all good. Uh, yeah. 
so let's let's now talk about how civilization has moved forward uh we're now into of course the uh, the post industrial revolution and uh explain to me a little bit about maybe some of the theories that contain to the founding of our nation oh my god um so it it's it's very interesting mm -hmm. I've had a conversation about this and I, and and I think I just I think I briefly touched on it but I I yeah, I'm at the point right now where I thoroughly believe that there have been numerous civilizations on this planet sure. and they get to a certain point of like zero like you know falling under the ocean to you know technology yeah. and they do something and they mess up yeah. and they kill themselves and buildings come down and then the sediment us covers it all up for that you know a bunch of years and then they somehow it's tried again yeah and whether it's god doing it or extraterrestrials because yeah. i just don't understand how if you have life and then you kill everybody right there has to be something a catalyst to make that life again but if everything's dead how, how does that happen right maybe we are an experiment in a giant uh extraterrestrial you know, science fest, science sure. fair. Sure. I created Earth and they're little people, you know, like whatever it is. It could be that. But I because we're finding things in the historical record, like they recently found something. It looks like a flip phone. Oh, yeah. I saw, it, I saw that. Yeah. Okay. That that's a flip phone. I had one. Yeah. And it's like it's like 40,000 or 40 million years prior to anything older than they found. And this is why we're starting to we're starting to dig through certain layers and we're coming up on this stuff. Yeah. And it's hard to explain. Did you you know, so the modern post era, like how this starts, I mean, there there's a, a whole thing about Tartania. Mm -hmm. The Tartans, who were a civilization that were here prior. And if you see the map, it's basically you got you know, got you got Asia and some of Africa, and then you got this big lump of land called Tartara. Ter yeah. And we're talking about buildings and technology. Um, they're built, you know, that they built all these using energy from the earth, like Tesla was talking about. They built lighting and housing and they worked off a frequency. And and what happened was this is where it gets weird. If something happened to this society or it was cut down, and then the sediment came in, and now we're starting to build things on top of it. So we get the pyramid that's coming up from the ground mm -hmm. in Egypt, right? Like who built that you know but <laughs> yeah. if you you know and we like oh my god it's there and it's it's got to be a, a tomb for anything no that's another conspiracy theory. it's not a tomb it's actually a battery and it worked off a sound frequency and vibration and we can go into that later but um so i believe that over time through societal needs which a comp i don't think it's all all about um africa I think it's more Middle Eastern over to the Asians of where life really was, you know. And as we started learning more and becoming the enlightened ears, you know, the thinkers and in that part of the world, we 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 got a group of individuals um, that were, well, they'll call them Freemasons now, but there was a group like we should be we should be paid more money than we than we do than we have. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is about. It was about wages and it was about enlightenment and being 
smart and knowing how to um, gauge communications via, um, you know, um, a real astrology, yeah. movements, suns, and and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the what happened is from the oppression, you know, then we we got we moved over here. Sure. So the conspiracy about how America was formed is that it's 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 really um, part of the dogma of the church, and they're really in control of everything. Mm-hmm. And England is the one that's doing it. Where they they sent a secret ship over here, and then they put colonies here here to colonize it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's I don't think it's a government saying, hey, you know, we're gonna have another group over there, and then we'll own this whole area. Yeah. That's that's part of the conspiracy theory of it. I think, and that's what people is taught, you know, like there was so much oppression and, you know, whatever. And then, you know, um, they they wanted to explore the world. And it, it just doesn't make sense. The narratives that they keep teaching us in school mm-hmm. about like, wait a minute, but why did Columbus come here again? You know, or who was it? Um, Who's going for spices? Hey, that was a great interview. Now, that was just part one. Part two coming up next episode. It is going to knock your socks off. Okay, guys, we got exciting new news. We got some live streaming coming soon on YouTube. I think you really enjoy that, and you can be a part of the action. So, hey, it's a win-win. Hey, we're going to do some live radio shows. I got my own stuff streaming server and so we're going to do some live radio Uh, you're going to again that's where i thrive i come from a radio background so we're going to put the midnight and some midnight alchemy coming real soon within the next week or two okay and as always you can voicemail us we have a voicemail line 971-205-2464 again 971-205-2464 Six four, and you can email us at midnightalchemyshow at gmail dot com, midnightalchemyshow at gmail dot com. Hey, another little bit of news: we're going to be having our own website. It's going to be coming up again. It should be up fairly shortly. Hopefully, it's up by the time I'm on the microphone here. If not. It'll be up soon. Check it out. It'll be great. And I'll give you the addy for you on my Facebook. Now, listen, go up to the Facebook page, join, like, give us a nice review. Uh, we could always use that as we are a newer Legendly Good Show. All right, folks, until next time, I'm going to ride off into the sunset. This has been Mena Alchemy, and I am Jason Allen. Folks, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and a Reaver Dare Show.